After four years of being removed from the public eye, Chris Envy, the fearless leader of Dynasty Wrestling, is once again making his return to the professional wrestling world. This is the Envy Me Podcast. This is the Envy Me Podcast. Taking you through the rise, fall, and rise again of one of the Northeast's most respected pros. From in the ring to out of the ring, brace yourself to hear some of the most insane stories ever told. And you'll get them right from the source. Real, real, raw, raw, unfiltered. This is Envy Me, a Dynasty podcast. Co-hosted by Travis Manning. Now, here he is. This is Chris Envy. What's up, guys? Welcome back to Envy Me, a Dynasty podcast. I'm Travis Manny, alongside the Chris Envy. What's up, dude? What's up, buddy? How are you? Um, Long time no talk. It's been a bit. Yeah, we missed. Uh, we missed last week, and we want to apologize for that. The holidays have been hectic, at least on my part. I'm sure with everybody. Yeah, true story. Um, true story. So, yeah. So we didn't get to do the episode that we planned to do. We're bringing it to you now, though. So Wife Swap is. is still here. Oh, God. I hope everybody had a wonderful Christmas. I hope everybody had a wonderful New Year. Um, I want to apologize for my voice. It's kind of cutting in and out on me. So if it does, I'm sorry. I was at the uh, the Giants game yesterday watching my team kick ass and go to the playoffs so my vocal cords are hurting right now how was your christmas it was good actually uh really good uh as usual ash spoiled me um kids were they were well taken care of it was good it was really good nice it was happy you i just hung out with the kids had some family over we did presents breakfast all that good stuff and then i chilled out that never happens. Usually I'm traveling all over the place. All right. So yeah, I was loving it. Yeah. How yeah, about yeah. New Year's? Did you uh good for did you. You party hard for New Year's? <sighs> oh yeah, as a non drinker, non smoker, <laughs> it was fantastic. We actually went to a <laughs> we went to a um a New Year's Eve wedding. That was that uh was, how was that? Exhausting. Very exhausting. <laughs> I don't I don't stay up till midnight, man. I, I get up early, so my schedule is shifted. So midnight was rough, but it was a good wedding. Um, my beautiful wife looked phenomenal, so that made it worth it. Um, absolutely phenomenal. I don't dance, so it sucked. Who has a wedding on New Year's? That's fucking stuff. I was just going to say, that. that's very odd. My buddy got married on uh, the 4th of July. The The holiday weddings can be be tough <laughs> it's rough it's rough i mean at least it wasn't christmas but it's also new year's eve is also my son turned 12 that's his birthday too oh really well so, happy um, birthday we, to him. We did, we spent the day with him yeah king everybody said happy birthday buddy <laughs> he might listen to this when he gets bored or grounded yeah <laughs> he said screw you dad i'm not listening <laughs> not listening yeah, to your stupid much. podcast he like he's we don't get along. He likes AJ Styles, so we get we don't get along. Yeah, well, AJ's hurting right now. So 
Now I, I wanted I want to ask you about that. AJ Styles broke his ankle recently at a live event, I believe. Um, yeah. AJ's not a young man <laughs> by any stretch. He, he's you know in the twilight of his <laughs> career. Do you think he's coming back from that? I mean, I I think he might come back, but you, I mean, so I mean, unless it's a compound fracture. He's coming back. Give, he'll be back by Rumble. Yeah. He may not be springboarding, but he'll be back. I was going to say, that's yeah, I mean, with what ankle's he does. Ankle's an ankle. It's not like he blew out MCL, ACL. Yeah. I mean, he may not be springboarding at the Rumble, but the Rumble is right. punch, kick, get thrown over the top ropes. We know he's not winning it anyway, so he should yeah. still be able to perform there. You, you got three weeks. Well, I hope so, because, you know, I, I love AJ, and I – as I've mentioned before on here, I think he's the best wrestler in the world. Um, Present company excluded, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, he, he's getting he's getting up there and he's, you true, know, he's true. You don't yeah, heal the look, same the, the older you get. People are, but it's a broken bone. It's not ligaments, right. tendons. It's not a broken neck. Right. I think he'll be back fine. If he doesn't make the Rumble he'll, Elimination Chamber, he'll be 100%. I'm not worried about AJ. AJ can go, man. He's probably in the best shape of his life. Yeah. Well, we wish you a speedy recovery, AJ. Um, you know, I'm sure you'll hear it. But sure. with the new year, we wanted to... Uh, <laughs> said, we I'm wanted... sure you'll hear it. Like, he's not going to hear this? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, no, I mean, he listens. Of course he is. He listens to this. <laughs> yeah. I know he does. It's number one <laughs> on his fucking podcast playlist. As it should be. It should be yours, too, and everybody listening right now. Yeah, so go to uh, mvmepodcast.com, and it's all there. Wherever you listen, check us out. Uh, we true. wanted to bring you last week. Um, it's the, the end of the year, so some 2022 awards, essentially. We're not really awarding anything because we're not but we're, we're gonna you know we're gonna pick our favorites from 2022 um we're gonna break it down in three categories we got men's women's and tag team i'm gonna let chris go first we're gonna start with the best male wrestler of 2022 man i should have planned better for this do i need yeah. a laminated list like dave lagreca uh hey I fucking got mine written down on a notepad. I don't, I don't do things on paper, bro. It's 2023. <laughs> I got notes on my phone too. Oh, all right. You win. You win. All right. So best male. I mean, we should have finished with that. It's the main event, but okay. We'll go with it. Um, no. Is it? We get women to tag team, right? I mean, it seems like women main event everything lately. Oh, okay. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. You want to be one of those guys? <laughs> okay. Um, no, it's true. They they deserve it. They've been... I'm not going to say it that way. They've been put on the back burner for far too long. Um, all right. All so, the women are tuning the fuck out. They're like, okay, man, I got you. <laughs> no, we had an all-women show. Diamonds forever it, in dynasty. The women's division is called diamonds because we are nothing without them and they will shine forever. All the views on YouTube, the most viewed videos are the women's matches, whether it's perverted or whether they're actually fans. I don't give a damn. Those girls go out there and, and bang just as hard as the dudes do. 
So I got that's nothing. That's why they're. That's why they're main event in this segment. Boom. Fair enough. <laughs> I, I've been thoroughly put in my place. I will shut the f up. <laughs> um, I've become more and more of a fan of Rollins over the last few months. Um, however, if you look at the entire year, wrap it up, put a bow on it. I gotta go. Roman Reigns, man, his storyline. The few matches he has had are like, ooh, he might actually lose, and he'll pull it out. The story, I'm big on male soap operas, man. The, the storyline has me. I, Roman Reigns. Yeah, I I like Roman a lot. I love the, the bloodline storyline. Right, right. It's great, but you're not getting Roman from me. Oh, because oh, for me. Spoiler. 2022 wrestler of the year. Granted, it's my personal opinion. People don't attack me. It's Matt Cardona. What? Matt Cardona. Listen, in 2022, six months on the shelf. Listen, he was the belt collector. What a novel idea. That hasn't been done before. Hey, listen. He went from being... it, It has been done before, but when has it when has a i mean what do you want to consider him enhancement talent basically for a while there okay i'll give you that yeah leave leave the biggest company as yep. a nobody and turn right. himself into the name drew of galloway. independent wrestling drew galloway yeah yeah i'll give you that but I, not and in 2022 drew galloway did it when AEW wasn't around yeah but i mean he had one stint on AEW he showed up what twice, three times. How many times did Cardona show up? That's what I'm talking about, Cardona. Oh, and that was in okay. 2020. Did in he win 2022, any gold there? this man won the Impact Digital Media Championship. He won the NWA World Championship. Granted, I get it. NWA Impact Digital Media Championship. <laughs> no, no, I'll give you those. I it's, I will not disrespect the company. And then, but and then he Digital won, Media Champion. Hey, I don't I, I don't create the names of the belts. <laughs> I'm sure Impact didn't either. Digital sure media he... champion is like saying, hey, I won a VH1 award. At one time, those were highly coveted. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and were, he they? Won, were they? He won five other I didn't belts win MTV, but you know what? My video was on VH1. <laughs> yeah. They were, were they major? I mean, GCW. Okay, I'll give you that one again. The, but the GCW stuff. All right. There goes my I, voice I love Cardona myself. I, Go ahead. You know, I'm just I'm I'm throwing that curveball out there. For me, it's Cardona. NWA I, I feel like Impact GCW. I just feel like nobody has. I I I put him even above McIntyre, Gallup, whatever. Um. As far as the fact that he's not not as a wrestler right now, as okay. how he has gone from what he was and recreated right. himself. Prior to the injury, I would have agreed with you. But since the injury, I've seen more losses than wins. Well, he's working on some other stuff right now. <laughs> oh, all right. Is yeah. it Rumble? <laughs> I hey hey I couldn't think of a clever clever I, way to say I it. would love it but no I think he's doing some uh, acting stuff uh some like live uh musical thing All right I okay 
I I I will give you the first half of the year to Cardona, but overall the right. whole year I still got to give it to Reigns. Yeah, I mean, I guess if I, he beat Bully, like right? We, who? Cardona at the ECW show, not ECW, but the uh, that um the extreme show that Tim Embler put on. If he won that match, then I mean, it doesn't matter to your opinion. However wrong it may be, yeah. you you got it. Listen, I'm sure my opinion is very wrong. <laughs> As is your New York Giants hat. <laughs> Go Giants, baby. Hey, yeah. you should be rooting for the Giants next week. Why? Because we're facing the Eagles, and if we beat the Eagles, you got a chance oh, sure. at that. You know? Come on. There's no chance. We we win. We got to beat the Commanders. I mean, no. It's Cra- not crazier it's things good. have happened. He lost to Bully Ray, but he had Devon. <laughs> he had he had Devon with him. Come on, come on. No, he didn't. No, he didn't. Devon didn't show it, up. He wasn't allowed to be at the event. No? He was scheduled to appear, but he wasn't there. Oh, okay. I'm sh- I'm sure Bully cheated somehow. Well, yeah, it's the Bully. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he does. Now we are going into the second category. We got best tag team of 2022. Who you got, sir? Um, Spanish announce team. But don't laugh. I'm not kidding. Spanish announce team. They went from being retired for years to blowing <laughs> up everywhere they've gone. Yeah, you want to say New Day. Yeah, you want to say the Usos. I love the Usos. Um, not as much as Brizango, but um, yes, because they make me laugh. They make me laugh. <laughs> Uh, you could go with the the young bucks, but I'm not a fan. I cannot stand the young bucks. Okay. All right, <laughs> great dudes. Like I've been in locker rooms with them. They're phenomenal dudes. Super humble. Well, they were. I don't know how they are now. Mm-hmm. But I'm just not a fan of the nothing hurts me. I can take a pile driver off the top ropes, get up, springboard, super kick somebody. I don't get it. Yeah. Uh, Spanish now seem. Um, super disrespected by AEW recently with the Spanish announced program. I don't know much about them. So fill me in man. Spanish fly. You ever seen the Spanish fly backflip off the top rope? Well, they are the end of all these high flying flashy moves. They're the innovators. They started that. So they've been around for a while. They have, they have, and they just recently came back and, uh, they they're blowing up everywhere they go. YouTube them. They were in the original TNA when they were on Wednesday nights on pay-per-view. Yeah. Spanish announced team is not getting the credit that they deserve. They are absolutely phenomenal. I'll have to check them out. Hispanic mechanics. Think of them all gassed up. Oh, really? Not like, not like juice, like not, not swole, but like nonstop. Right. It, it, they are, born and bred to be AEW tag team. Oh, but shit. now they have the generic knockoff version. So I thought it yeah. was a work. I thought they were going to kick the door in and be like, yo, you want to rip off our name? It hasn't happened yet. I think it's legit. He, yeah. I don't, it's the disrespect by whoever gave them the name, whether it's Tony Khan or anybody else there, you should go flush your face in, in the toilet. Maybe get it's some long-term room. booking. Yeah, and that would be <laughs> genius. And I would love it. I love you that. You don't see too, not, too much uh, long-term booking there. This is true. This yeah, is true. So Spanish we'll announced team. I mean, I uh, love the Usos right now. I love that whole storyline. They would have been my runners-up. Yeah. Um, 
or maybe the acclaim. The acclaim's doing big things too. Mm-hmm. FTR, I love FTR. I yeah, I gotta go for Spanish me. Announce. For me, it's FTR, just because I. Yeah. They when I think tag team wrestling, you like it, what I, what I envision tag team wrestling as being is the you know the old school. I I love old school wrestling. Yeah, yeah. They are the ultimate old school tag team, Agreed. and yep. I just I love Even their style. Their what Even their shirts are like eighty style. Yeah. The oh, dude, I, I have an FDR yeah. shirt. It's I fucking yeah. love it. Yeah. The rainbow one, isn't it? Uh, no, but that's on my list. <laughs> <laughs> Next Christmas. Yeah, we'll see when they're on clearance because they went back to <laughs> WWE. Everybody's gonna go back. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, show your worth, and then they get paid more. I, you know, yeah. I'm not knocking them. It's a good business decision. Yeah, I love seeing them wrestle. I don't care where they are. I wish the Briscoes would show up somewhere else other than Ring of Honor because mm-hmm. I love the Briscoes. They are Smash Mouth. They don't give a damn. It that's a it's a travesty that they have not shown up. I mean, I don't, I can't really picture them on WWE, but on they they should not be with a mic. right, right. They should be a staple on uh, AEW. Like you know, can you imagine if if they did what Cardona did and just showed up at shows and kicked the shit out of your champions yeah i mean it it, it fits it fits them way more than it fits right. cardona right you know i agree and what a storyline they show up at nwa and start kicking the shit out of people oh they're yeah. so underrated man so they, and they won't get the they won't get the respect because they're not on a major televised show right so a lot of people don't even know who they are or they've well, heard they, of them they maybe keep they saying that something's going on with the ring of honor in 2023 so We'll yeah, but it's going to be a streaming platform. We'll yeah. I'm talking TV, flipping through the channels right. like, oh, shit, the Usos. Let me watch for a minute. Yeah. You're, you know, you're flipping through the channels. You don't see the Briscoes because they're on at 11 right. o'clock at night. Yeah. So say, random fans don't know them. Yeah, I remember watching them on uh, on Ring of Honor, and it was, uh, first of all, I don't even know how I found them. <laughs> because right. it's not right. like, right. you know, you, you don't just flip through the channels and find them. It's like, yep. Yep. you know, it's wild because they're, they're not so talented. The next week, they're not on the show. You don't know if it's the same show. It's on a different channel, different time of the week. Yeah. Ring of Honor, just nobody cared enough about them. Right. And you look at the talent that's been through those doors, man. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, woof. Yeah, well, I agree with you. They, FTR. they just had FTR. that kick-ass match with, uh, with FTR. So right. that's, um, definitely go check those out. I also, because I like to promote other people's podcasts on here, um, FTR, well, not FTR. Dax has the new podcast. I don't know if you checked it out. Not it's yet. called I've FTR. It was it was great. First episode was about CM Punk. Yeah, listen to that because yep. I loved it. Did All you right. see? I don't know how true it is, but I I saw a dirt sheet today. Sorry guys, that said uh, Jericho is among ver- uh, several other people there that said they don't want him back. I did. I did, and I I don't. I'm like torn on the CM Punk thing because I think, first of all, he's not the same talent he was in the ring. Agreed. It's very obvious, but the dude has a lot of, he's been around the business for so fucking long, but also seven, eight years away from something. Right. I mean, you take anybody seven, eight years away. Michael Jordan going to be the same Michael Jordan he was. No, but you know, when I was listening, when I was listening to the FTR podcast, he said that, you know, he used to take the guys, take them out to dinner. He used to, uh, you know, he went and got gift cards for all the females and had them anonymously delivered to him so they didn't know. Right. Just to take care right. of them. You know, he was constantly um, 
you know, trying to talk to people, give them input, give them advice, right, right. push to Door work with younger open. talent, you know, yeah. Jericho makes it the Jericho show. I love Chris Jericho so much. Right, right. But, you know, and I'm sure he's doing a ton to help the younger talent, but true. I mean, more you put over the jobber. Right. But I'm saying, you know, the <laughs> Sorry, more ready. <laughs> he called him a jobber. Goes... I'm not calling him a jobber. <laughs> <laughs> He'll be good when he goes back to WWE. Um, <laughs> but, you know, just having all those, they need more experienced guys there, even if he's right. in the back just teaching. Yep. You know? I agree. I'm sorry. They get way more out of having CM Punk there than they do having the Young Bucks there. I, I don't care right. how people take it. You know? And <laughs> oh, I know that Ryan, fired. if he listens, he's going to he's gonna take, you know, uh, he's not going to be happy about that, but. Well, call space speed. I, I feel like CM Punk, you know, they shouldn't be rallying to keep him out. You know, I, I agree. It, Especially if you weren't in there, you're going to hear one right. side, you're going to hear the other side, and right. then there's the truth. Yeah. You know, you're going to put your own spin on any argument, any situation. So if you weren't in the room, shut the hell up. Exactly. I'm with you on that. I agree. I vote for CM Punk to come back. I agree. I'm not a big fan of what he is now, but I was a big fan before. Um, but I still he brings I the eyeballs. Man. Like you know, if, if you're a wrestling fan, right. you right. want to watch CM Punk. He's entertaining. He's still even if he can't go in the ring like he used to. The dude is entertaining, and he is a wrestling fan himself of yes. wrestling. Maybe not the current product, but wrestling. Right. The guy wants to be in the business. Like dude, when he came out with Darby and Sting and had his face painted. Like, oh, yeah, that was great. Like that reminded kid. me. Yeah, it was like when, right. you know, Luger yep. and Savage came out with their faces painted. Yep. Like, oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was awesome. That's it. All I'm right. coming back to wrestling and painting my face. Yeah. All the cool kids paint their face. All right. Next category is the best woman wrestler of 2022. Wrestler. Keyword. High voltage Omar. Oh, never mind. <laughs> um, I just say that because he's a bitch. <laughs> Women wrestlers are not. Well, they may be. Um, you know, I want to go Britt Baker, but I feel like um, a lot of her best stuff was towards the end of last year. I'm mm-hmm. gonna go Jordan Grace. Mm. I agree. I saw her. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't get it until I saw her in person. And right. She's right. she's at impact special. when they came to Albany. She, yes, she is special. Yeah. Yep. Um, for me, I'm going back to what we talked about a couple weeks ago. It's got to be Mandy Rose for me because just the okay. change. Okay. The, yep. Going from what she was to what she became, like I, the growth is huge for me. And I, I thought, you know, she once she went back down to NXT. It was it was over like, you know, she right. took the ball and ran. Yeah, I agree. And I it's agree. still unfortunate that she's not there. But for me, Mandy Rose took female wrestler of 2022. OK, I can see that argument. I wish Jordan Grace would get out there a little more. I wish more people would give her an opportunity. It's, um, it's impact. Man. She's you incredibly know, they, short. They don't have the reach. I feel like what impact. Do you mean? Impact? They don't but have yeah, but AEW, they were everybody was jumping from back and forth from one show to the other one. 
what was she on there once? Maybe twice? Was she she could main event any show. She's very small. Yeah, pretty sure she was. Oh. No? I don't remember. Maybe not. Maybe I'm maybe it was dark elevation. Well, she deserves all her flowers oh, yeah. right now. The girl she lost a ton of weight. She's in the best shape I've ever seen her in. She actually wrestled for Jacked. Dynasty at the Diamonds Are really? Forever show. Yeah, she main evented against Christina Marie. That's crazy. So maybe I'm partial. She was super, super. We tried to get together a few other times. Schedules didn't work out or travel. Maybe she was in Texas. I don't remember what it was. But she is phenomenal. Always super humble. She was willing to put over local talent. Um, phenomenal. I can't say not. But I, I, I will give you Mandy. I will not argue that at all. Yeah. I think those are two solid, solid choices. And that wraps up our 2022 awards. All right, the moment you have all been waiting for. We teased the topic uh, in our last episode, and we are here to talk about the time that Chris Envy was on Wife Swap. Wow. My voice cut out. That wasn't as dramatic as I thought it was going to be. <laughs> all right, I like it. Dramatic pause. I love it. <laughs> you know? All right, so in order to truly uh, get a grasp on um, the whole Wife Swap thing, we're going to have to go back a little bit so tell us um what led up to even getting that opportunity and the process of how you went about getting on the show there's a lot to cover i'll sit back and listen take the stage (laughs) it's really not that big of a story um i don't know what i was doing at the time but i found this casting site um, and I went on there and I made a profile just so you can see what new shows are coming up, you know, big brother, uh, survivor, all those shows were on there. Um, you basically apply to the show, you fill out a short little email. If they're interested, they send you back another thing where you send in like a short video clip telling them why you should be on the show. And if they're interested, they, the pro the process goes very quickly after that. Um, I applied to a couple shows, game shows, you know, just things I think would be fun to get my name out there. I want you to know when you hear my name, you may not know where you know it from, but you know my name. So I was applying to shows and uh, most of them filmed in California. So they're looking for local people. And then um, in fact, tough enough, the second rendition of tough enough, I got an email saying, Hey, we want to move forward with you and tough enough. I thought it was a scam because I hadn't applied to it. They just found my profile. So I never sent in a video. And then people that I knew and wrestled with, we're in like the final stages of it where it was like, Hey, vote for me on this, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Before I knew that was the work too. So the potential, I could have got kicked off a of tough enough. You dropped the ball. Uh, anyway, <laughs> you I dropped know, the ball. But once I saw that that was legit, then I started diving into that site a little more like, yo, I'm going for it. So my ex-wife and I went on um, divorce court in 2012 um, the story was, I say story because that show is scripted. Spoiler alert. I was wondering. Um, there's teleprompters in the, the podium that you stand at. They're like, okay, now bring up your pictures or bring this up. And I'm shooting from the hip. I, I'm telling the real story. So I glance down like once through the whole thing and I'm like, oh shit, I'm, I'm supposed to be looking at these cliff notes. Anyway. <laughs> So the story on that one was that she was getting bookings as a a valet or a manager or a ring announcer, which was not true. She had one booking ever four hours away in Pennsylvania. Um, (laughs) 
but that was the story. And I was jealous that she was getting bookings because I'm the pro wrestler. This is supposed to be my highlight reel. You're just my arm candy. I'm the real show. So whatever. So free trip to LA. Yeah. A couple bucks, you know, not bad. So I applied to uh wife swap, not thinking anything of it. They were like, Hey, we want to move forward with you guys. Can you take a phone call? So, um, what was your pitch to them? Um, that's that's really I'm, what I want to know. <laughs> I, my name is Chris Envy. I'm a professional wrestler out of upstate New York. Um, I am in a polyamorous relationship. We have this many children. Um, I think that was all they needed to hear because it was different. Um, now, can you explain? <laughs> what a poly relationship is for the people that are listening that may not know. Uh, at the time of the episode, I was married and my wife and I had opened our doors to an incredibly amazing young lady um, as our girlfriend. It wasn't like sister wives where I go to this person and then a week later go to this person. It was all of us. We were in it together. And that's why they call him. <laughs> no, it's not. No, it's not. Uh, so, so that was your pitch. And then you got the call from them. Right. And then they, uh, they try to schedule a sizzle reel uh, where they send a producer and a couple camera people out and they follow you around to see what your real life is. You know, is this real? Are you BSing us? Are you really in that kind of relationship? Um, they went to a wrestling show with us at uh, Revival Pro Wrestling in Chicopee, Massachusetts. Eric Newton, who I've mentioned before, was super, super accommodating. Let them come in, um, put me in a shitty six man, but made us look good. Um, it was it was awesome. They So they filmed footage for that. And they said, hey, we love everything about it. We'll send it in. If the producers like it, they'll be in touch. And they were in touch. Uh, a couple months, a couple of weeks later, they said, are you available these days? And I was like, well, I got wrestling bookings these days. I did. But the money that you get from indie wrestling compared to the money that WifeSwap is paying you, I was just trying to play hardball a little bit. Yeah. And it worked. So our episode was only five days where most are seven or seven to ten. Now, what is so? What is the pay for something like that? I don't know what everybody gets. Um, I know celebrity wife swap is clearly a lot more, um, yeah. but ours was. I, say, I remember 10 watching uh, uh, Flair and Piper on that. Yep, yep. That... And my episode outdrew them. That's right, really? ladies and gentlemen. I beat Ric Flair. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> True story. Damn. It was the highest rated episode in the history of the series up until I think 2016 or 17. And it was right. the only one you weren't able to watch on. If you had Hulu and at the time there was Hulu plus you had to have Hulu plus to watch wife swap. And our episode was not one you could watch anywhere. So how do we find that episode? It's, it is released now, but at the time it wasn't because if you want to know, if you want to watch the show, then hit pause on this podcast. And go watch the show. If you're not interested or you've already seen it, our episode ended very differently than any other episode. Whereas at the very, so you go one week, 
they live in your house. The wife lives in your house. They live by your rules, do things, your schedule. If you're going to baseball practice, if you have dinner, if you say prayer or church, whatever, they do it your way. The second week, you live by what they think would benefit your family. They change the rules, like no TV after five o'clock, or we all eat dinner in suits, douchebag. Um, whatever it is. Um, is it is so, it all a shoot? Like, is, are they? It it is. It is. It is real. There there was no nobody telling me to say this, say that. But they do on the fly interviews with you. So after you have an interaction and you have a Discord with this person they pull you aside and be like, here's an example. And they fire you up, bro. They do such a good job. We were having conversation, normal conversation. And you know, when you meet someone, you're extra cordial, polite, and you're like, Oh, that's cool. I I think that's awesome. You're a schmuck. Yeah. Well, (laughs) this person was very anti-gay and clearly we're not, we're super open. My oldest daughter is gay. Um, and we support her 110%, whatever you need. Absolutely. Um, I have gay friends, whatever, you know, like I am open to everybody. I don't care what you look like, what you sleep with. I don't care if you're man, woman, whatever. It doesn't matter. I don't care. I love people. This person did not. All of you, all of you. I will wear a rainbow shirt. I'm wearing rainbow socks right now. Not really, but I do own them. Same. Anyway, she was, she's like, well, where do you draw the line between a man marrying a man or a man marrying a horse? And I just laughed it off. Like, you're a schmuck, but okay, ha ha ha. You right. So then on the OTA or the OTF interview, they were like, uh, "So was she calling your wife a horse? Like, if you can marry a a horse?" And I'm like, "Wait a minute, what? Like, well, yeah, she said that a man can marry a man, and a, a man could probably marry a horse too. <laughs> yeah. So then the next time you go back in the house, you're like, "Yo, bitch, you said this," and you get all fired up, and you're like, "Yo." You and me at the flagpole. <laughs> but then like certain things do, do start, like they start to chip away at you and they're like, hey, look, man, she's running your house. She's saying this. She's doing this. And they're not lying. Like the stuff that is being said is being said. Maybe not the way that they're telling you it's meant. You know, take it out of context, maybe. But our crew was super supportive, man. Like they told us like, Yo, she said you guys can't have any white or brown sugar in any of the food in your house. She's going through our cabinet, taking anything with sugar out of it, putting it in a bag and throwing it away oh, as she's God. eating chocolate chip cookies. Yeah. Like, yo, hypocrite. What the? F- right. The stuff they cut from that show, bro, would have been on like HBO. It was <sighs> It was so bad. She, she wanted to do Bible study with the kids. So she went out and bought them all um, coloring books with like angels and a religious coloring book. Well, I don't care. Let's right, start ahead. at the the beginning. So once the show started, once the filming started, um, take us back to that, to the process, um, her coming in. Uh, okay, so we're in our house. Uh, the, the crew is there. Um, they have us get in a limo and drive around the block and then bring us back to our own house in a limo. And then my wife leaves. She goes to the airport. And then like a day or two later, this other person who we know nothing about shows up. This this blonde girl from San Diego shows up. Little did we know she was a senator, a former senator's wife. Um, I'm not very politically correct or um, politician friendly, so that's <laughs> not going to go too well. Um, so she shows up. And again, when you first meet someone, 
in our house, this is our turf. I want you to feel as comfortable as possible. If a perfect stranger shows up to my house, I'm going to treat them the same way. Like, hey, how you doing? What do you need? Well, how can I make you feel comfortable? Like, we're not assholes. We're just not. I mean, yeah. I am. But the family is not. Oh, you're so not we want so you bad. To feel... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, just fell out of my chair. So, <laughs> I really did. Like, legit, there's no armrest on this. And I went to lean on it and slid it. <laughs> um. Yeah, so we're trying to be nice, and we did get along, like, at first. You know, she's she's got a ton of makeup on, but you're meeting someone for the first time. You want to put on a fancy face. I get it. Your hair is, is done nice and teased, and, and her, her breasticles are out, you know, trying to impress. I get it. I don't think she knew that Ashley was going to be there. Maybe she knew my kids were going to be there, but, I mean, we had one, two, three, four kids in the house. Oh, wow. And then... Oh, you go so, to sit on the couch. And who's this other girl? I thought so your Ashley wife was stayed there me. with with you. She did, yep. Ashley stayed in my at the time my wife went to San Diego to live with the former senator. Oh wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I had said before the show started, if anybody makes either one of these girls cry, I'm punching this motherfucker in the face. With full intention. I'm I don't care. I will yeah. face the charges. This will be a high-rated episode because if you hurt my girls, I'm going to hurt you physically. Yeah, absolutely. So, so again, the ending should. of this show. <laughs> I don't condone violence. I don't. That's not true. I do. I do condone violence. If somebody is hurting someone you love, you make them suffer. Yeah, it's the motto of the show. <laughs> make them suffer. <laughs> that's it. Good teacher. If you're listening to this, we have made you suffer. Yes. <laughs> All right. So she's there now. She, I'm yep. a fucking voice, man. Um, so, so the first there. week she's living by our rules and right. our rules are pretty simple. We have dinner, whatever we feel like making. Um, I'm not a very good cook. I have a very limited palate. I don't eat vegetables. So we probably had pizza or hamburger helper or something horrible. Um, because that's what I like to make. That's easy. It feeds all of us. It's cheap. Love um, hamburger helper. I do too, but nobody else does. Ash is like, let's make it this way. And she'll make it real with real ingredients. And it costs less somehow. And it's good, but I'm just lazy. Ground the beef, soften the noodles, throw in the packet, done. So we don't have, like, we, we screen printed our own merch at the time. So we made our own t-shirts. Um, we took our own pictures to sell at the show, 8 by 10s um, we went to a wrestling show. We didn't have any shows when she was there. Um, we went out to a bar and we just danced. Uh, I think it was karaoke, DJ Cas- Kenny Casanova. Um, you know, just living life, man, like having a good time. It was a small three bedroom house, I think, in Castleton, New York. Um, modest. It was definitely a modest. This so is regular people. When you did the show, you lived in Castleton? We did. Yep. You lived. That's, that's my where i'm at yeah on hey. campbell ave right across the street from the elementary school right across the street from where i'm living <laughs> we might That's have been so neighbors. wild i have to see this episode now i i should have went and watched it first but uh i saw you haven't seen little, it i saw a trailer for it i didn't know the that it was because i'm not gonna lie i looked everywhere for it apparently i didn't look where i should yeah, where no, i was supposed to right there on hulu oh see you type in mb white swap on youtube and it'll bring it up all right, I'm going to have to do that, especially now. Um, so, 
Way to do your homework. Hey. <laughs> I've got all these notes on Matt Cardona and FTR, okay? <laughs> well, they matter. Yeah. Um, so once she realized that that Ashley was going to be there with you, what changed yeah. in her? Um, like, quite a bit. I think she was, um, I think she may have felt, uh, ambushed in a way. I don't think she knew. And Ashley is the small, smallest, quietest little mouse of a person, unless you know her or I make her angry. Um, she doesn't <laughs> speak up. You could be in a room with her for hours. If you're not talking to her or a topic that she's, you know, interested in, she won't interject. She's very quiet. I mean, I, I have friends who have like, I've, they've known us our entire 11 year relationship. And they're like, Ashley said like five words to me. I don't think she likes me, which may be true, but also maybe you're just talking about stupid shit. Right. Like if you're talking about wrestling, she's not going to interject. She's probably going to go watch TV or go out or go cook or clean or something. Yeah. But if she's or, in, so anyway, well, feed you some good ass chili while you're talking about wrestling. <laughs> that's true. She does make good chili, but I don't eat it. Oh man. Everybody raves about it. American. I, well, it's true. It's true. Um, yeah. So she uh, she said, and she says it on the show. Um, I will not share a bed with another woman, and she did not share a bed with with us. She stayed at a hotel, which I found out later is kind of common on that show. But really? they don't. They, she didn't stay in our house. She was at our house after breakfast. They would bring her over to our house. We would do whatever we were doing for the day, and then she would leave after dinner. So I mean, it's like an actual thing where they would stay in bed with you like that was (laughs) i mean they could it's at their discretion so if they want to sleep on the couch if they want to sleep in a guest room if they want to share a bed i mean it's up to you you do what you want to do whatever you're comfortable with but it's wife swap so if my wife were sleeping in the bed with another man i'm probably going to feel some type of way about it right yeah that's what i'm saying it's not what every guy thinks like oh it's a wife swap you're swapping wives okay but your wife is also out there so while you may think it's cool you know, exactly. I don't think that's cool. Yeah, I'm very no. territorial. Yeah. All right. So the first week she's it's under your rules. Right. Yep. Which is very laid back. Like we're very chill. I wrestle with the kids. I beat them. We watch TV. Um, we what watch prob- wrestling together. What problems did she have with the way you did things? Um, dinner wasn't a formal thing. Like sometimes we would eat in the living room if we wanted to, you know, like a, a paper plate or a regular like plate. Most in the living families, room watching TV. right? We all fucking right. eat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This, this isn't the fifties. We're not gathering right. around the table. Although I will say now we're we're pretty good about it. If we have an actual cooked dinner, mm. we will eat at the table. Everybody kind of has their chair that they choose, but you can sit wherever you want. It's not like assigned seating. Yeah. But if it's not like tonight, we had Pizza Hut. Shout out Pizza Hut. Uh, yeah. I appreciate sponsorship. <laughs> um, <laughs> so you get a plate and you eat in front of a TV, just not on a bed. Like yeah. our bed is right next to the living room. So don't eat on my bed. You can eat on the floor, eat on right. the couch. We have a big table. You know, it's super chill. Like whatever. Just don't make a mess. If you make a mess, clean it up. And so she was super strict on the, uh, yeah. Yeah. At the table dinners. Um, right. Like suit and tie type dinner. Oh my God. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, didn't like how much junk food, and I agree. We I we had like two cabinets full of junk food, you know, like Oreo cookies, Doritos, whatever, you know, like a a cube of soda, like yeah. a lot of junky shit. But like, I mean, I'm twenty something years old. 
Right. I think I don't know how to do the math, but I'm young. That's <laughs> shitty food that I eat. And it, it, looking looking back at my wrestling shots from around the same time, it looks like I was eating shitty food. <laughs> I don't doubt that. So she didn't like that we watched TV. There was a TV in the kids' bedroom. She didn't like that. Like you can have a TV in the living room so you can watch stuff together. But once you guys go to bed, it should be bedtime. Right. I agree. But my kids all have TVs. Now, so she didn't like those. Uh, she didn't really agree with the wrestling. She asked what kind of guns we had. Uh, paintball. <laughs> right. Was she a big, uh, big gun person or? Very, very. Um, I'm not going to discuss politics, but if you took everything that represents Donald Trump, that's her with fake tits. Oh, I just got the picture in my head. Yeah. Oh, um, Rush Limbaugh talked about our episode. Um, basically lambasted her for being a schmuck and yeah. looking like an idiot. Um, she's been on a lot of talking head shows, um, especially right after the episode. From that and, episode. Yeah. And yeah. nobody was very supportive of her or her opinions. And the stuff that didn't make the air, I feel like they would have been laughed out of politics completely. So now once, so after they make the swap now, how you recorded for how long again? I think ours was five, five or six days. It definitely wasn't two weeks. Right. Okay. So it's a little bit of uh, some magic there. Um, Now, once it switched over and she started implementing rules, how did you guys, especially the kids, um, because kids don't like change. (laughs) How how did that go? Um, we try to be supportive, especially Ash. Ash was always the better parent than me. Um, mm-hmm. She still is, but she was, she loves the kids. So she, I mean, she's not much older than them. So she wants to make them feel, <laughs> that's a bad joke. Sorry. She wanted to make them feel as comfortable as they could because it's already weird. You got all these people with cameras and you got these weird lights hanging from your ceiling. Right. It's weird, but my, my kids are kind of crazy anyway. So when they started taking TVs out, literally taking TVs out, they only left the one in the bedroom, our bedroom. Um, The kids just went upstairs and the camera crew went upstairs and the kids are jumping on my bed watching TV like, oh, you said you could have TV in this room. So this is where we're going to be. Yeah. Anti-authority, you know, buck the system. (laughs) I get it. That's just like their dad. (laughs) I was going to say, I wonder who they get Uh, that from. They, uh, they couldn't have (laughs) snacks. There was no junk food in there, but it was all in a garbage bag in the, we knew where it was. So if we went out to the store, you would get a snack. But we tried to play by the rules the best mm. we could. Um, dinner was a formal dinner, like suit and tie, made us all get dressed up. I'm I'm grilling steaks while I'm going upstairs trying to get changed and tie a tie and put on a suit that I haven't worn in forever. So the steak was severely burned by the time I got back down there. The, the last horrible, thing man. I want to do is wear a suit at dinner at my house. Right. Right. Like if I'm Who going am I out trying to impress? Formal stuff. Great. Sure. If I'm sitting sure. at my fucking table, chop. You know, like I don't need to wear yeah, anything. Jeff like, ID, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> You're lucky if I have a shirt on in my right. own house. Yeah. I, just, I so like. I'm a Eva man. I like to get dressed up, but not at home. I would say I. I love getting dressed up, but you know, there's yeah. lines. <laughs> you know, when you right. come in home, right. in your house. All of that goes out the window. This is where you you relax. This is that's your sanctuary. Exactly. I will say, funny side story. There was one time that I did get dressed up at home. It was uh, while we were living in South Carolina, 
Ash told us to go upstairs and get dressed nice. So we went upstairs, put on a pair of dress pants, uh, a button-up shirt. Didn't, I don't think I had a tie on. All the kids got dressed up in like khakis and button-up shirts and or a dress if they're, you know. And we went downstairs and it was just meatloaf in the shape of hearts and mashed potatoes on Valentine's Day. But it was That's so sick. sweet, you yeah. know, like we didn't feel forced. It was fun. We're like, we can't come down until she calls us and the meatloaf was in the shape of hearts. It was like. That's like a awesome. scene out of a movie, dude. It was so sweet. And text my wife right that. now. <laughs> Yo, make me some meatloaf. One in the shape of a heart. Now. Please. It was awesome. Dude. She doesn't get enough credit either. So now, yeah, I, that, that'd be that'd be really hard. I know my kids would. <laughs> they right, wouldn't right. take to that at all. We did uh, a Bible study with the kids. Um, which is fine. I'm not religious myself personally, but I don't right. push my beliefs anybody. I'm not telling the kids God's not real or Jesus isn't real, whatever. Right. I'm not saying that. I definitely believe there's something out there looking over me because I've been in situations where I shouldn't have made it out alive and I did. So somebody or something was definitely looking out for me. So I'm not saying I don't believe in anything. Yeah. Maybe just not your version of it. So I may or may not have had Okay, so let me take it back a little bit. She did Bible study with them. It's on the show, so I'm not, I'm going to get shit for it for the 30 people that listen to the show. I apologize if I offend you. I don't apologize for what I say, but I apologize if it offends you. <laughs> so she started coloring with the kids in the in the coloring book. Fine. Whatever. Some of the kids believe, some don't. It's your discretion. Yeah. I will never, ever make fun of you for believe, believing in whatever you want to. Maybe Scientology. Um. So but she's like, do you know? Then, like you said, but she, uh, you know, you don't make fun of her for her beliefs, but then she goes right. and shits on gay marriage. Yeah. What a stand-up yep. lady. Yep. Yep. Oh, there's there's worse. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm spilling the tea <laughs> on that. Keep it coming. That's what I like. So, <laughs> she's, she's asking the kids, like, well, what do you think angels look like? And they're having a great time. They're listening. They're taking it all in. They're reading. They're enjoying themselves, coloring, mm -hmm. learning about religion. Well, angels look like this. They wear white and they have halos and wings and they're beautiful. And she's like, that's not true. They actually are scary and they have eyeballs all the way around their head and all this other shit. I don't remember exactly what was said. I know those right. things were said, but there was more to it. And I kind of lost my shit. I was like, yo, hold up. I'm not going to have you tell them that angels that they think are awesome and protect them are scary monsters that they should should not want around them. Right. No effing way. Like I, that's where I draw the line. You know, you can believe whatever you want, but when you make my kids fear angels, and maybe I believe in angels, maybe they're guardian angels. Again, yeah. I, I don't know what I believe. I know what I don't believe. But well, don't don't scare my kids, man. Right, and I feel like that's a line that shouldn't be crossed, regardless of what the right. show is like. Right. Don't push your beliefs onto innocent children. Right. You know, uh, who cares what they look like? If right. they're there to protect you, look after you. I don't care if they look like me without a shave, which yeah. is much scarier. But don't tell them that they should be afraid of these I things. I haven't seen it yet. So then I, uh, I may or may not have called her Bible a mythical comic book. <laughs> I'm totally I not laughing trying. because of that. <laughs> I. I shouldn't have said it, but I, I don't, I'm bad with anger. I'm a hothead. You, you say something that upsets me and I lash back immediately trying mm -hmm. to hurt your feelings. It's how I was. I've, I've grown a lot from there. Yeah. Uh, I attribute a lot of that to Ashley. 
a lot. These these shows, these podcasts are very therapeutic for me. Yeah, I do. I feel um, like I'm sitting here with my notepad and my pen, like so. <laughs> I, if if you say something I don't agree with, I'm probably going to hurt your feelings. I don't do that now, and maybe your feelings, but I try not to hurt <laughs> people's okay. feelings now. Um, but then I was very like I wanted to lash out, yeah. and I I did shortly after that. If you watch the trailer, there's a door slamming and she gets thrown out of the house. I did. I saw Uh, that. I'm not proud of a lot of the things that I said or the way that I acted, but I also knew at this point we're we're in crunch time. The crew is very supportive of us and they want this show to get ratings. And if Mm -hmm. we're getting along and there's no fighting, nobody wants to watch that. Yeah. So I know that. I know the camera's on me. I'm in full character and you've come at my kids. So if you were a dude... I would show you how real wrestling can be. Yeah. But I couldn't do that. So. Want the dirt? Yeah. Put it on us. You want the dirt? We want the dirt. So. <clears throat> she, um, she had two girls of her own and then they found out they were pregnant and, uh, they weren't having quote, the type of child that they wanted. So they decided they were going to adopt. Okay. Admirable. Well, maybe you were having a girl and you wanted a boy. So they did. They adopted a boy with down syndrome. Okay. Also admirable, but why weren't you having the type of child that you wanted? Because their child was completely healthy and normal. They wanted a child with down syndrome. Yep. Did they give a reason why? Maybe because why? if you have, uh, no. Maybe, and this is just me being a cynic. Um, I, I fully support anybody that wants to adopt, adopt any special needs oh, baby 100%. or kid or adult. I don't care. Take care of every every kid, man. Kids first, always. Um, whether it has special needs or not, kids first. But I feel, and this is just my slighted, fucked up opinion. You wanted to have a child with special needs so you could play that card. Like, I'm not anti-gay. I have a special needs child. Right. You know, like, you yeah. can't come at me because I'm I, I'm on this side of the fence. I'm with you. My kid also has mental deficiencies, right. as does your child who thinks that they're gay. Yeah. You know, like, I, I don't know. Like maybe not. Out. Maybe they're, they're uh, right. you know, get out of jail free card for being a complete scumbag. Yeah. And maybe it's not, maybe, right. I'm, but why, why her words were we weren't having the type of child we wanted. Right. Which, and you were having a healthy baby is wild. Why would like, you not you want that? You're a religious woman. You should know you don't pick and choose. Like, right. Right. You should there. I know people that have had so many miscarriages um, and they, they just couldn't have kids yeah. and you can, and they're healthy. Count your freaking blessings. Exactly. I mean, I'm, there are days where I think Ash wants to have other kids and we won't because my plumbing shut off, but there are people that can't have kids at oh. all. And you can, you know, I've, I've heard that, that you can have your plumbing turned back on. Not going to happen, bro. Not <laughs> going to happen. We'll get a dog. <laughs> a special needs dog. <laughs> they don't. <laughs> Oh, uh, I, I forgot like which button it was, so I had to do it. Oh yeah, next next week, next week. 
I feel like she could have been a nice person. Um, she was a former senator's wife. Apparently, they were run out for um, I don't remember what it was. Look it up. Uh, Loudon, Gina Loudon, whatever her husband, John Loudon, pussy. Yeah, John, I'm calling you out. You're a bitch. Slap you in the fucking face. Beat flames out of you. Step mm. to me. Yeah. So we weren't allowed to communicate with each other throughout the show. And we found out um, towards the end, probably the last two days, which also fired me up a little bit, that she had been, since she's staying in a hotel, she was going down to the, um, I don't know what they call it, the office, the business setting that some hotels have, mm-hmm. you know, where you have access to internet and computers and stuff. And she was communicating with her husband through that. So the whole time that we're not talking to my wife, yeah, she was still communicating and going back and forth and talking. And they had some of it recorded. I don't know if it, I don't think it made the show. Maybe it did. I think it did. I I'm just pretty pulled sure it up did. A, I don't know. Uh, I um, <clears throat> picture of Douchey McGee. I pulled up an article. Oh, shit. It says. Is that the review of the show where they call me an asshole? It says or the fake family wrestler. on wife swap engages in culture war. Gina Loudon and her family appeared on the ABC show Wife Swap Thursday. The religious conservative conservative switched places with a mom from New York who has a husband and a girlfriend. <laughs> Hold on. Oh, where was it? During one of several confrontations over gay marriage, John pushed. Oh. Oh, we didn't get to that part yet where he pushed her to tears. and. Oh, yeah. 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 So let's let's get to that. Um, if we're going to touch on anything from your wife's time, your ex-wife's time with the man, it's got to be that because, you know, especially with what you said earlier. So I know we don't know anything that happens on their side. We know that she's there and that she's safe and that she's, I think she also stayed at a hotel. Mm -hmm. We know she's safe and that she's okay. That's all we know. If anything were to happen, they would stop and she would be able to call us. So we knew she was at least safe. Mm -hmm. So at the wrap of the show, there's a little bit more in between, but at the wrap, Ashley and I get flown to San Diego. We did the meeting out there. Um, and we get to see her for about five minutes before we have the meeting where we say, this is what we learned. This is what you should do to, to fix your family. You know, we're gifting you this much money to do this and this much money to do that. I don't know what the budget is, $50,000 or something. Yeah. Um, and that's where she, she cried as soon as we showed up. Um, I mean, you're homesick. Your kid, you're not around your kids. You're with this strange dude who's a piece of garbage. And that's where she told us that she cried. She cried every day. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Okay. We're about to have ratings history. Yeah. I made it fully clear to everybody that was in our house what was going to happen at the end of this show. I mean, Ash was in tears too when she's like, I'm not sharing a bed with another woman. She wanted Ash out of the house. Fuck you! Right, wow. Not ha- no way. This is her house. Yeah. So now, I mean, not whew. we we kind of so we, we kind of pass over a lot of what happened on her side with him. Um, yeah. But 
you guys, you know, make sure you go on Hulu, watch the episode. What episode is it? What season? What number? Uh, season seven, episode two. Okay, so season seven, episode two on Hulu. Go check it out and get the full picture of what happened uh, while she was at, while Chris's ex-wife was at the uh, former senator's house. But I want to dive back into the meeting at the end. You guys all sit down together. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm going to let you go. Just, you know, what happened and how did it turn out? And did you leave in handcuffs? So this will be a real short story. <clears throat> so we we meet. Everybody's in tears. We're, we're happy. I'm fired up, like shaking, angry. Like first, I I saw Ash cry. Like I saw it. My my daughter Lyric in tears when she said that Lyric had to or Ashley had to leave the house. Like I'm fuming. Yeah. So then I find out that my ex wife also was crying every day. It, it's going down. Bring them in. Oh yeah. So we go. We sit at this round table. There's two chairs across from us, and we sit there for like five minutes, just waiting. We're looking around. Our producer comes over. Well, assistant producer comes over, and he's like, "Hey guys, uh." They're not coming. What? Yeah. Yeah, they're not coming. They're not going to show up. They're not going to be at the round table. They didn't show. They dropped out of the show. Wow. Which is why it wasn't on Hulu for a couple of years. So now how did... That was just it. It ended with you guys sitting at the table? That was it. There was no resolution. It is what it is. We... We they became the scapegoats for everything bad, um, and we both made mistakes. I'll openly admit I did not say or act the way that I would in a normal situation if I met somebody. I'll debate, I'll argue, I'll probably talk shit and hurt somebody's feelings. But the way I acted then is not how I would act now. Right. But I didn't force my opinions or my beliefs on anybody. If you believe what you believe, that's fine. I don't have to agree with you. It doesn't mean we can't be friends. And that's not the way it was from the other side. Wow. So every because they didn't show up and because they cheated and they were communicating and because of how they treated everybody in my house, they were the enemy. They were the bad guys. And I thought for sure I was going to be the asshole. And I was in the beginning. They made me look like a misogynist. Well, shame on them. I was trying to find uh, like if she like spoke on it or something. And she did. There were definitely interviews afterwards. Right afterwards, they were up. Did she? She get, had her own talk show. Did for a she little give while. any reason on? I see, like her face is all over a bunch of shit. Uh, did she give any reason on why they didn't show up? Other than her husband uh, because being a giant they felt pussy, that they were made out to. They were made out to look like the bad guys, and she was made it clear. <laughs> I made it perfectly clear to her that if he wasn't super respectful of my well, wife, if uh, if she looked like a bad guy and he looked like a bad guy or whatever and they're not you know in two different places right kind of means that you guys fucking suck and you're both the bad guys <laughs> like yeah you know, i would have to agree i would have to agree wild <laughs> all right so i will say the producers were absolutely phenomenal they did not really choose sides like they gave her the opportunity to correct things and not be such a douche um i said things that i'm not proud of like gina you're, you're fake everything about you is fake from your hair to your makeup to your tits like every you know, I, I was i was not the same person then that i am now today would be a much more boring episode for sure uh, i mean she sounds out, like she could still pull that out of you she sounds like a real douchebag without a doubt <laughs> without a doubt 
All right. You ever well, watch anything with Ann Coulter? Is that why you sent me that? Oh no, that was a different well, reason. But yeah, I see the, the uh, yes, I, I yes. see the resemblance. <laughs> Very similar beliefs. Never oh, wrong. Geez. All right. Well, it's season seven, episode two. Yes. All right. Make sure you go to Hulu. I will try to find, see if I can get a link or something. We'll post it to the Facebook page. It is MVME podcast on Facebook. Um, and like I said earlier in the episode, <laughs> MVME yeah, hold on, hold on, hold on. Ash just said, oh, God, thank God you only have six followers. <laughs> <laughs> that hurts. <laughs> it's I'm not wrong, but her that hurts. Now. <laughs> <laughs> now she's going to go back and listen to this episode. Yeah. <laughs> and then we'll have seven. I was just going to say <laughs> Lucky number seven. Every vote matters. Yes. So like I mentioned earlier, it's MVMePodcast.com. That'll take you to our website where you can check out all four of our episodes. Um, You can, you know, it'll take you whatever platform you listen on. It'll be there. You just click it. It'll take you right to it. Um, There is um, YouTube is on the website. You just go to videos. It'll show you whatever's on our YouTube will pop up right there. Um, and you know, make sure you follow us. We really appreciate any support that we get from you guys. Um, you know, without listeners, there's no point to a podcast. So thank you so much. And, you know, make sure you head on over to Apple podcast, wherever you listen to your podcast and leave us a review, you know, and give us a rating. We really appreciate it. And it helps out way more than you guys, you know, know, um, with that being said though, we have one more, uh, one more segment to the podcast. So we're going to start with a tag team and we are going Usos or Young Bucks. Now I had this written down before we had the talk earlier, so I kind of already know where you're going, but I kind of want you to dive more into what you don't like about the Bucks and then what you like about the Usos. So we're making it official that we're never going to book the Young Bucks in a Dynasty show. because I'm not a fan. I mean, <laughs> it's not about our fandom. You know, they, they draw to people, so sure. They do. They're but. they're incredible talent. Like they are athletic. So and they're great dudes. Again, I've shared locker rooms with them. I've never had anything bad to say about them ever as people. As performers, I I'm just a few episodes ago I talked about how I wasn't a big fan of the over the top comedic eighties style where you know you look around or wide eyed like, Oh, where'd he just go? Where'd he hit me? I'm not a big fan of that. Um I do want wrestling to still feel real. So if you're doing all these crazy, incredibly talented acrobatic flips, but then you land on your head and you immediately get up as someone who suffered two broken necks, that's not how it works. I want you to feel the pain or let the fans know that you feel the pain. Take a Young Bucks match, put some selling in there, cut it in half, get half the high spots in there. It'll mean so much more art of selling is like gone in a lot of a lot of today's wrestling right and it's not it's not that they don't sell it's that they oversell and it means nothing you know right. they'll you'll right. get clothesline they'll do five flips in a row and then like you said they're right back up 
Yeah. <laughs> and know? in the early days when they were early days of TNA when they were wrestling in in sneakers, as generation I think uh, a lot of people generation yeah. yeah. A lot of people kind of lost respect for him there. Yeah. But they still continued to do well and sell and grow. So I feel like they're like Fuck you. And then shit, we we even did John it anyway. Cena became one of the biggest ever wrestling in sneak. Right. <laughs> right. Kevin Owens, same thing. Yeah. Basketball shorts and a t-shirt. Yeah. I do it my way and it's working. So Young Bucks, hats off. It's working. And I'm just personally not a fan of it. I'll, I'll give you just a little reason, you know, and it's very similar to yours. I just feel like it's it's stale. They're mm-hmm. so good in the ring. They're very right. talented right. athletically. But I just I don't get much from them when they pick up a mic. I just cringe. Yeah. And I just feel like it's stale. Like, you know, I give me something more than the same thing. You know, we only see so many Meltzer drivers and super kick parties before we're not, you know, until we're sick of seeing it. Yeah. I just don't see enough hurt getting your ass kicked, crawling to your corner, reaching for that hot tag and getting it cut off. I don't see enough of it. There's not enough. I'm hurt. I I can't make it. FTR. Right, right. So Usos, yes. What I'd even put Usos with Tamina way back in the day when they wore their shorts. I loved that when they had you know half their faces painted and yep, yeah. It was different. You know what I do miss about the Usos though when they when they they did uh, twin magic where one of them would roll in the ring and the other one would take over. I mean, I think I still think they're close enough looking where the referee could turn a blind eye to it. I I wish there was a little bit more of that because yeah. they are twin brothers. Like, ex- like exploit the, uh, that. Use the it. old uh, Hebner thing. Right, right. Day. Say back that was or less douchey Bellas. <laughs> you know, go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so it's clearly the Usos, but I'm glad we talked about the Young Bucks because it's not their talent. They're super talented. It's just something they, you know, I don't know. I, it's a few things, but no to the young bucks. So now we're going to go to this one. It makes sense because, you know, they're both in AEW. One's had Jungle Boy. a longer career, but, you know, I felt like it was, it was pretty close. Or maybe it's not close. Samoa Joe. Or Kenny Omega. In the United States, it's not close. But if we're talking like wrestling as a whole. Has has Samoa Joe ever beat an inflatable doll? I don't know if he has, but. Neither is Kenny Omega. Have you ever seen that match? No. Kenny Omega fought an inflatable, a, a blow-up doll. And lost. And maybe a sex toy. I saw some weird shit with him. It so was, he's got your vote? No, 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 no. <laughs> no, I'm not. A, I'm I'm in the same boat with Kenny Omega as I am the Young Bucks. Um, I'm not right. a huge fan. It's not, I and it's not know Christmas Town. Um, I saw a seminar where he was doing some training. It was like a two hour video and I watched almost all of it. Um, I think it was in new England somewhere, Massachusetts, maybe that Kenny Omega. I liked, but I don't know enough about him. Uh, I didn't know him in NXT, whatever it was, Florida championship, Ohio Valley, whatever. 
I didn't know him in um, Japan. I knew of him because of same. Ali. It was you know. Um, I heard the name, but like so I, I had heard the name right, right, and I watched some clips and the matches that I've seen. Incredibly talented, but again, very little selling. Yeah. Will Ospreay, same way. Um, Samoa Joe, his matches with Christopher Daniels and AJ Styles, mm-hmm. unparalleled. Yeah, I mean, I'm not a big fan of Samoa Joe myself. I was several years ago, but this new incarnate, Joe's gonna kill you. Impact, uh, not Impact, uh, the old TNA, Samoa Joe, mm-hmm. hands down. Yeah. Not even close. So they both have different versions of themselves that could probably win this, but I got to give it to Joe because I've watched him more. Yeah. You can't tell me, oh, he beat this guy. He beat Okada. He, you know, him and Jericho had a five-star match. Okay, right. that was a good match. I agree. I was say that. That was probably the only Kenny Omega match that I watched before he right. came to, yep. you know, Same. the United States. Um, I heard about him. I've seen him. Um, I've seen him with lots of belts. A, again, belt collector. Yeah. <laughs> Weird. I feel, I feel like that's been done. Yeah. Um, but I got to give it to Joe. Do. Joe's just ruthless. Yeah. No, I, I, I love Samoa Joe. Voice. I, you know, and it, it, it sucks because I felt like once he went back to NXT, like he could have really helped them out a lot and they dropped yep. the ball by letting him go. Same with, you know, Twice. Regal coming back. So, you know, that, that's good on right. their part. But, you know, when they did all those, layoffs or you know firing spree yeah you know they they really dropped the ball there i think he has but is it because so joe was hurt do you, do you think they saw him as a liability because he was hurt I, I do but i think that he could the, the dude is so talented like right you know he was primed to be their next great commentator like oh yeah absolutely he was I agree. so good and i feel like when he is done wrestling yeah he will be back there as a commentator. And I felt and like his voice is different. I felt like it was similar to like the macho man thing. He wanted to still wrestle yeah. and they really wanted him as a commentator or like right. a figure on the show. And but then he left, went to WCW and never did anything. Who macho man. Yeah. Man, one well, you part of the NWO. Congrats. <laughs> he never did anything. You were never at the top of the mountain in WCW. Well, no, you didn't because, do anything. because you had, it was run by, uh, hold on. Speaking of that, we're going to go promotion <laughs> with the third one. We're going WWF okay. versus WCW. WCW. Yes. No hesitation. So my um, wrestling trajectory I found wrestling when my mom started dating my stepfather at a, a fairly young age, probably two years before the Rockers split up. Um, and you didn't know, you probably don't know, you're young. Shawn Michaels was once part of a tag team. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, uh, so I, then, we still got to try to get uh, Marty Gennetti on here. Oh, yeah. I'll, I'll text him when I get off the phone. Is he coming on next week? <laughs> I mean, is he? <laughs> <laughs> you tell me. Would you tell me a date that you want me to ask him? Well, and you know what? I'll give you his number, and you can call him. Anyway, I'll give you a date. So uh, I fell, in, <laughs> I fell in love with wrestling. Uh, I loved it. Larger than life characters, Ultimate Warrior, Big Boss Man, uh, Kamala. These guys were crazy. It was like watching superheroes beat each other up. Um, 
but it was real. So then I got into late middle school, early high school, and I started getting into sports and none of my friends liked wrestling. We liked real sports, uh, like football and basketball. So that's what we did. We'd go outside and play until the the lights went off. And then I didn't, you know, didn't have anybody to talk about wrestling with. I stopped the magazine subscription. I just got away from it. So then I joined the army right out of high school and in the army, everybody was disappearing on Mondays. And I was like, where the hell is everybody? I'm checking the cafeteria. I'm checking the gym. I'm checking the weight room. Nobody, I didn't go to the weight room for any other reason. Uh, I couldn't find anybody. I finally went to the, the one room where the pool table was. There's like a couch, there's like a lounge and a big screen TV, tube TV, you know, like 50 inch tube yep. TV. And this room probably had a hundred people in it. It couldn't be bigger than whatever a normal size living room is, but it had like oh. a, people were sitting on other people. I mean, it was packed. And I'm like, what the hell is everybody doing? And they were watching WCW. Goldberg was like six and zero or something, mm-hmm. and everybody's going ape. You feel like you're at a live event. Yeah. And I was like, WCW. That's all the old people at six o'clock on Saturday afternoons. Right. Not anymore. These guys, like I knew Lex Luger. I knew blonde haired Sting. Yeah. I didn't know Crow Sting. Ric Flair was already 100 years old. How old is he now? 150? But then, you know, shortly thereafter, the the outsiders and, like, what is going on? And I was hooked. And, and they see, came to Colorado Springs. Yeah, dude, I, I just loved it. Like, as a kid, that was what I watched with my grandfather. Yeah. You know, I, I didn't watch – I didn't watch WWF until after they closed down, and then I would, like, you know – it was weird because like the video games, I love the video games. So I would, I would play those, but I still couldn't get invested. Like I just loved WCW Goldberg was right. right. Everything to me when I was a young yeah, kid. Like, yeah. So and, I'm, I'm assuming you're talking Monday night wars version, right? Not old yeah, WCW. Yeah. Old. Okay. Well, then the, I would have went WWF. I was going to say the old, what was old WCW garbage. Yeah, yeah. A lot of old people in 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 black tights. Yeah, beating that with no character, no names. But what really took them over over the top, and it it took a while. Um, obviously the start of the NWO, but getting Hulk Hogan, and as you were just talking when it came to Macho Man, the reason why he couldn't become what he was is, granted, Hogan was there in WWF when he was there, but Eric Bischoff was not. Hogan had Bischoff, True. you know, they, they were tight, you know, and yeah. they got tight. He, his spot was secure. He made sure right. it was in his contract that, you know, he controlled what he did. So, right. you know, and they went back and forth with their, you know, fights and love, hate relationship. And I don't think it would, it was never, he was never going to get to, you know, where he was, you know, Macho King and, you know, WrestleMania yeah, 5 yeah. or whatever. When, I think it was 5. Um, it just wasn't going to happen. But, you know. Should have stayed on commentary. <laughs> yeah. Smojo. Should have took notes. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, yeah, I'm happy I, he's I loved back. WWF back in the day. But then the when I got back into wrestling, it was WCW. Yeah. And I lived in Colorado at the time, so I would watch WCW or WWE and then I would watch the replay of WCW afterwards mm-hmm. because we were two hours behind. Yeah. So it was amazing. When people are like, we were flipping back and forth. I was like, why? Why wouldn't you just watch the replay? Forgetting that it was two hours behind. Yeah. 
Well, they also, Whatever, I'm pretty right? sure, well, like once Nitro started, um, they did the replay. So they would play it, and then they would yeah. do a replay right after it. Um, right, right. So yeah. But Raw didn't, so I had right. to watch Raw first exactly. to see what was going on, unless it was a shitty match. Yeah. Which, I mean, back then, wrestling was great everywhere. <laughs> I agree. But with that being said, that's going to wrap up this week's episode. We appreciate you guys. Like I mentioned earlier, please go give us a rating. Give us a review. Um, wherever you listen to podcasts, it helps us out so much. If you want to check out the show, go to MVMePodcast.com and check us out. Like I said, you can find our YouTube right on the website. And that is all we got for you guys this week right here on Envy Me. Envy Me. A Dynasty Podcast.